Today's sponsor is Headspace. You slept every night of your life, so you should be pretty good at it by now, right? Unfortunately, many of us don't get the quality sleep that we need and could use a little bit of help, and that's where Headspace has got you covered. It's your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. And while they have meditations devoted to helping you reduce stress and increase your overall sense of well-being, they have an entire library of sleep stories, sleep music, and other sleep sounds that can help you get the quality sleep you desperately need. And for busy lifestyles, they have what's called wind downs. It's meditations and breathing exercises that are as short as three minutes so they can fit into anybody's schedule. I personally use Headspace myself. I've tried out some of the sleep stuff. It actually works. Like to me, it actually makes a difference. So Headspace, it's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews. That's a lot. And over 60 million downloads. Try it today for free and start sleeping soundly. So right now, our listeners get 30% off Headspace's entire library of meditations. Just go to headspace.com slash sleep pod for 30% off your subscription, but only until May 12th. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash sleep pod today. This is the Smart Passive Income Podcast with Pat Flynn, session number 250. I get knocked down, but I get up again. Never gonna keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. Never gonna keep me down. I get knocked down. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, his content is on fire! Pat Flynn. What up, everybody? Pat Flynn here. Welcome to episode 250. Oh my gosh, we are a quarter of the way to 1,000. Thank you so much for listening in, for subscribing, for all of the amazing reviews so far. Uh, I just can't thank you enough. Now, to celebrate episode 250, I thought we'd do something special. This is sort of related to what we talked about last week when we interviewed Jenny Blake, who wrote the book called Pivot. And in that interview, we talked a lot about how Jenny and I both have gone through many different pivots during our online business entrepreneurial journey. And I thought it'd be fun to actually ask many of you, the people in the SPI audience, the listeners, the readers, for some of your stories of failure that turned into something great or at a time in your life when you had to make a change that was sort of not something you expected. Uh, for me, of course, there, I mean, for those of you who have been following me for a while, uh, this happens all of the time. So uh, the, the first one I think that is most known in my story is when I uh, was an architect and then I got let go. And that opened up so many doors. But at the time, of course, it felt like the worst thing to ever happen to me. And my first reaction was trying to get back into the architecture industry. Now, luckily, they were not having that because nobody was hiring any designers at the time. So I had to find my way into online business. I took risks that I wouldn't normally have taken. And I pivoted my life, essentially, into uh, working for somebody else to working for myself, becoming the CEO, becoming my own boss. And I can't think uh, just the world enough for making that happen. Uh, there are many other smaller moments and pivots in time, uh, as small as you know, learning from my mistakes when I send an email out and there are mistakes in there and that happens every once in a while. But as long as you learn from your mistakes, of course, you can make better changes for you and yourself in the future. And going back to this episode, I, I don't even know how many I'm gonna include in here, however many, uh, it just seems right for the amount of time that's here. So uh, we've had a number of submissions from people who have submitted to speakpipe.com, which is the tool I use to collect 
voicemails from my audience, from you, for my show Ask Pat. And I figured, hey, it would, it would be kind of cool to collect everybody's answer to this question, which is, hey, tell me about a time or when during your life have you experienced a pivot and share that story really quick. And I thought it'd be fun to actually play those for you here today and show you that, you know, you might be going through some of this stuff yourself. You are not alone. And for those of you who may be going through a transition period in your life right now, or maybe you're coming up to one very soon, uh, this will show you that great things can happen from the things that we may at the moment feel like are just terrible things that have happened. So there's always light at the end of the tunnel. And I want to thank all of the people who have submitted their quick stories here for us. I wasn't able to include them all, but I included as much as I could. And so here we go. We're going to start off with the first one. I'll follow up with some comments and then we'll go into the next one. That's how the rhythm is going to be. So let's get started. Here we go. Hey, Pat, this is Jeff Rose from goodfinancialsense.com. And a huge failure for me was right after I became an independent financial advisor. So what that meant for me was I could market myself differently than other financial advisors. And I could also engage in new and exciting business opportunities. And the first business opportunity that I got excited about was an $8,000 investment, as I told myself, into this new business venture that I was just super excited about. As I learned more about this investment into this business opportunity, I realized that it was a lot more work that I was really interested in, and I just didn't really care about it as much as I thought. So that failure, though, made me realize that the next thing that I do, I better be excited about it. I better be passionate about it. So the next thing, very next thing that I stumbled upon was another site that I launched that was able to, I was able to generate over $100,000 of revenue in that first year. So when I look at that $8,000 loss investment, however you want to classify it, it was a huge lesson for me, a huge business lesson to make sure whatever the next thing that I approach and get invested into, that is something that I can rally around, something that I'm passionate about, and something that I just know that I'm going to crush it. So that's my failure that turned into a huge win. Thanks, Jeff, for that. Again, that was Jeff from goodfinancialsense.com. Jeff and I are actually really good friends. He and I were in a mastermind group together for a while. We have seen each other and, and have hung out uh, conferences. And what I love about Jeff is not only his infatuation for the burger chain in and out uh, he just obsesses over it every time he comes every time he comes here on the west coast he's just talking and talking about it so much uh, but I also love him because he's such a genuine uh, friend and what's cool about this lesson is uh, it's it's important because I have gone through many of the same kinds of failures where it just seems like there are some good opportunities out there and you might jump on them because they're right there in front of you. You don't want to miss out on something. And I love how Jeff sort of, I, I could sort of see him air quote investment when he was talking about that $8,000 investment that he did. And even though he didn't really explain what it was, it was kind of obvious that he was chasing money. And that was something that I've done many times in the past. And anytime I've chased money first, I've never been rewarded for that. Uh, so now Jeff has learned that making sure it's something that uh, is something you're going to be interested in is obviously really important. But also along those same lines, I, I just wanted to expand on that based on my own experience, uh, whatever you end up doing should not only be something you're interested but uh, in, but also something that is not just for the sole purpose of generating an income. Uh, I, w I was chasing some uh, dollars back in the day as well, which turned out to 
uh, make me lose several thousand in, in a similar fashion as Jeff. So um, yeah, great lesson. Thank you, Jeff. Okay, let's go to the next audio file that came in. Here we go. Hi, Pat. Ramon Smothers from RamonSmothers.com. Listen, man, I love the show. I love your brand. I love your business that you've built in the past eight years. I've been listening avidly for the past three or four months. And when I first started, I started at episode one. Not because I wanted to rip out all 241 episodes, but because I wanted to know the young Pat, the guy who was just starting, the guy who was new to podcasting and didn't know where this journey was going to take him. See, I'm a newbie myself. And this is where I feel like I can provide value to your listeners in the form of inspiration, motivation, determination, and the story of all our faith. I feel all the new episodes are feature, feature highly successful and highly established brands and people, which is amazing, but they're not relatable to the guys like me who's just getting started and having trouble seeing five or eight years down the road, pun intended. That's why I come in as the new guy. Here's my quick story. Six months ago, I was married, robbed, and laid off all in the span of two weeks. Instead of going back to work, I chose entrepreneurship full time. Since then, I own two units in real estate, which brings in passive income. I run a small rental car business that also brings in passive income, all while building my site. It's scary. It's exciting. It's new. But hopefully it can be an inspiration to your listeners. I love the opportunity to talk. Thanks, Pat. Hey, thank you, Ramon. Again, that's Ramon Smothers from RamonSmothers.com. Congrats on all your recent success. I think it's really cool that you came on and wanted to help out the other newbies out there because there's definitely a lot of them out there. And I think one of the, one of the important lessons that you shared is that there are gonna be times in our lives when it just seems like everything is falling down on us and things are going just completely wrong and in an unplanned fashion. And from that, we can make a decision whether or not we want to come back out of that even stronger or go back even deeper into that hole. And it was obvious that you chose uh, entrepreneurship to inspire you, which I know many people listening, that's, this is what they're choosing as well. And now you own a couple real estate units, a rental car business, you're building your site. That is so cool and it's so awesome. I can't wait to connect with you in the future to learn more about you. And again, I want to thank you for you know keeping the newbies in mind here. And just so you all know, I will be interviewing many, many more people who you probably have never heard of before, who have their own success stories, or who are even going through the process of building and creating their success story right now. 2017 is going to be more of that and less of the uh, even though there there will still be some experts and, and influencers on the show that you've probably heard on before, uh, I can't help but continually have those kinds of people and their expert knowledge on the show. But I think many of you have uh, also requested that uh, there be more people who you can relate to who are just a couple of steps further ahead as opposed to a couple hundred steps further ahead. So again, thank you, Ramon. Let's get to the next one. Here we go. Hey, Pat, I just want to say, first off, thank you for all you do. You know, you're a huge inspiration to me and obviously tons of other people. So I just want to say thank you first and foremost. Um, for me, obviously, I have only 90 seconds. I am a DJ and music producer and entrepreneur, and I'm an avid blogger and YouTuber as well. And basically, in 2014, I traveled around the country in the United States for 10 months and produced 10 songs about 10 major cities of the U.S. This entire journey I did while living completely out of my car, there were, not exaggerating this, uh, days where I went without eating. My skin changed color at some points. I woke up a few days shaking. I was so malnourished. I actually went to Starbucks and stole some of their honey packets. And that would be my food for like that day. And I'm, I swear I'm not making any of this up. And basically put everything I had into music, producing songs before I went to. 
living completely out of my car. Obviously, it was a very tricky journey. Uh, but I ended up doing this entire 10-month thing, ended up getting featured on the Huffington Post, performing at major EDM music festivals, along with you know, huge idols like Bass Nectar, Corella, and ZZ, if you've ever heard of them, and it turned out to be amazing. So overall, since then, you know, I've been music's completely in a completely different area right now in an awesome way. So yeah, obviously, it was very struggling and very difficult while I was doing that, but now things could not be more amazing, and a lot of times things seem like they're extremely bad. It's only a turn to get better. Hey, Mark, thank you so much for the message there. Uh, I think we're noticing a common theme here that out of the bad can come some very great things, but it's not going to be easy. Mark was in his car, and, and, and he just kept going, you know, when he got his break uh, after getting featured in Huffington Post, and a lot of other things happened, I'm sure, to help you get to where you're at today. But I checked out your YouTube channel. I checked out your music. It's great, man. And uh, for everybody who wants to check him out, it's markfrasero.com. I think I'm saying that right. Sorry if I'm not. Um, M-A-R-C-F-R-E-C-C-E-R-O. Com. And of course, as always, these show notes will have the links to all of these uh, amazing websites and stories at smartpassiveincome.com slash session 250. So Mark, thank you so much for sharing your story. Keep up the great work. And uh, again, thank you. My name is Nina Noel Holmes, and I have a company called Inspire that I started with my fiance. And when I looked back at everything that I went through in order to get to this point where I do have a successful business, I've realized the golden thread through all of it is failure, massive failure. And I struggled so much with trying to start businesses that were not successful. And all of these different aspects of my life. But when I look back at what I actually was doing, I was learning and I was developing skills and I was figuring out how to become a great marketer and how to become a great designer and how to build websites and all these these things that help you start a successful business. And now I'm able to work with the person I love on a business that brings so much value to people's lives. I get to work with former NBA players and politicians and small businesses and large businesses and just regular people who want to do something uh, amazing to change the world. And it's been the most amazing experience, but when I look back on it, it was it was struggle after struggle after struggle. That's Nina from Inspirer.com. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E-R.com. You can check them out there. Uh, Nina, thank you for that message. I think the important lesson there is that, you know, failure is learning. Um, the ultimate failure is giving up, which you didn't do. And for me, I always say to myself, uh, to my audience, and to my children, that experience is the best teacher. I mean, we could all listen to a billion podcast episodes, read every single book out there, watch every single YouTube video, and we could get this information and consume it. But true learning comes from doing, in my experience. And think when you think about it, I don't know about you, but when I think about the education that I learned in school, versus what I apply today, uh, even even back in architecture school versus architecture career, uh, what we did in school was very different than what I did in my career. And uh, most of what I've learned that was actually applicable in the space, in the architecture niche, was um, figured out when I started my job. And uh, yeah, so um, sometimes you just gotta pull the trigger. You know, you gotta go and you gotta do it because you can prepare yourself for uh, anything as much as you'd like, 
but truly you'll never know what will happen until you just go. Um, obviously, preparation is important and giving yourself the best chance to succeed is important. But for those of you who are waiting for the right time for that thing that you it's probably in your head right now that you know that you need to do, but you're kind of just waiting for that right time. Well, I'm here to tell you that it's, there, there's never going to be a moment where you're going to be comfortable. Uh, there's never going to be a moment where you're going to say, oh, yeah, now's the right time. And, uh, you know, the right time was yesterday. So get at it. Thanks, Nina. All right, let's move on to the next one. Hi, my name is Vincent. I'm with Green Joe Coffee Truck. We're a coffee catering company out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. I also sell a uh, ebook online, The Ultimate Guide to Building Coffee Trucks. Um, and I started listening to Pat probably about three years ago. Um, I used the um, ebook, The Easy Way to Build My Ebook. Um, gone to Food Trucker for some tips on uh, my coffee truck. Um, basically, uh, when I started my, I was working as a paramedic and I just got tired of that line of work. I wanted something, something different. And so with the, with the coffee truck, when I first got it, it was, it was stolen and had to be recovered. Um, and then my engine blew. <laughs> so I had a bunch of setbacks there when I was building out my ebook, my, my Mac, the hard drive took a dump and I lost my data. And, uh, so that was another interesting hiccup. Um, but it all turned out, um, we've set up coffee at, uh, Rolling Stones concert, Paul McCartney, the who Pink Floyd. So we've had an awesome time last month. We grossed about 22 K, um, which was awesome. It's been our best month yet. So that's Vincent from Green Joe Coffee out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Vincent, thank you for sharing those uh, crazy moments in the journey that you've had so far with us. I think we all have moments in our business where uh, our engines explode uh, as sort of an analogy, right? And it's happened to me many times. For example, I remember when my business was chugging along, it was doing really well. And then all of a sudden, I get a letter from the United States Green Building Council. This is uh, related to my online exam business over at greenexamacademy.com. So it was, it was going very well and I got this uh, letter from the United States Green Building Council. Actually, it was an attorney who represented them who basically told me to stop what I was doing. And this was uh, a crushing blow to me because I didn't really know what was happening. And you know, I hired an attorney after the freak out period ended and I basically found out that the domain name I was using was a no-no. I was using the term lead, L-E-E-D, in my domain name, which was a trademark that they owned. And again, I didn't know what I was doing and I felt like that was a moment when my engine exploded and I just felt like everything was gonna go downhill. Um, luckily, I connected with some professionals who helped me uh, redirect the domain name after I got a new one and do it in a way with something called the 301 redirect, a uh, permanent 301 redirect, which allowed Google and all the keyword uh, rankings that I had to stick even with the new domain name. And um, it was interesting because even after that redirect, they came back to me and sent me another letter and said, uh, by the way, you can't do a redirect. You just have to get rid of that URL or completely shut it down. And by that time, luckily, Google had transferred the uh, sort of keyword power and, and, and search engine optimization over to the new site. Anyway, um, th there are many experiences. I think if you ask any successful entrepreneur out there, um, if they have gone through failures in their life, if they say no, 
they are, they are lying to you. Every entrepreneur has gone through a failure. I think it was John Lee Dumas. I don't remember where we were. I think we were on a webinar or something together. And uh, this is John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire, another great podcast. You should check it out if you haven't listened to it yet. Um, but he, he said a quote that stuck with me, and that is, every master was once a disaster. Every master was once a disaster. And so if you're going through that disaster period right now, you know, just like the previous uh, call from Nina, uh, these failures, they, they teach us. They teach us what we need to know so that we don't make those same mistakes. And so we don't get our uh, trucks stolen again. Uh, so we can have backups for our computers and all that stuff. And that way, when we move forward, we have the right information and we can move forward and become uh, more successful. So uh, Vincent, thank you so much for that. Uh, and let's move on to the next one. These are great. Hi, Pat. My name is Jennifer Hugelon Hoddle. And if you're wondering by the Hugelon, yes, I'm half Filipino. So I was raised that you go to school, get a job and you retire. There was never the idea that you could have a second or even a third act in your career. Well, I've been working for the same employer for nearly 18 years and even achieved an MBA during that time. For all its ups and downs, I was feeling pretty content. Until two years ago when things in this business started to go south. The company was struggling financially and it got to a point of talking to a bankruptcy attorney. Thankfully, after working out a recovery plan with the attorney, the company did not have to file for bankruptcy. However, a part of that plan was letting me go. As devastating as that was, especially since my husband and I have three small children to support, but it was the best thing that could have happened to me because it forced me to look outside of my comfort zone for a solution. My aha moment came when I stumbled across two articles, one about Mike Michalowicz and his book Profit First, and one about Kim Raluna and her journey from welfare to millionaire. Both of those articles opened my eyes to a world of possibilities about being an online entrepreneur, I didn't even know there was such a thing, and sparked my desire to help other small business owners never have to experience going to bed and waking up with knots in their stomach. After a year in unemployment and welfare and the love and support of my amazing husband, I have a second act to my career as a business coach, college professor, conference speaker, and soon-to-be podcaster and blogger. I know I still have a long way to go, but I am amazed at how far I've come, and for the first time, I am genuinely excited for what the future may hold. That's awesome, Jennifer. Thank you so much. You can find Jennifer and her company at j2hconsulting.com. Super cool that you mentioned that you're Filipino too. That, that's awesome. Um, What's cool about your story is it's very similar to mine, right? Like I had gotten laid off in 2008, just like you had gotten laid off. And, and for the exact same reason, I think I became successful too. And, and what I mean by that is our layoffs pushed us to do things that we wouldn't have normally done. Things that were outside of our comfort zone, things that we just had to do to survive and figure things out. And I guarantee that, you know, people always ask me this. They say, Pat, if you didn't get lay, laid off, do you think you would be doing what you are doing today? And I guarantee you that the answer would be no. I, I know for sure because I was happy with what I was doing. But after getting laid off, I finally was able to discover this world of passive income, entrepreneurship, online business, being your own boss and, and serving many other people around the world through this fashion. Um, I, I didn't even know this stuff existed until I got laid off and until I took certain actions that I wouldn't normally have taken until I finally mustered up the courage to talk to other entrepreneurs, which I would have never even thought of or dreamt of doing. And now I look toward that fear uh, because there was a lot of fear during that journey when that layoff happened, which I'm sure was the same for you, Jennifer. And, and, and that fear is now something I see as a sign. 
that that's what I have to do next. And this came, this, this continually pushes me to move forward and think bigger and raise the bar. Uh, it, it started when I uh, started online business, when I wrote my first ebook and published it and marketed it and sold it to when I started smartpassiveincome.com to when I started the YouTube channel in 2009 to the podcast in 2010 to starting to speak in 2011, all those things. Fear was there with me the entire time. And I was outside of my comfort zone, but because of that, uh, amazing things happened. So I'm not saying that for those of you who have a job that you should uh, quit or hope to get laid off. Uh, although I think many of you maybe deep down, maybe you hope you, you get laid off one day so you can do this. But I think that's just a sign that you need something that will drive you, something that will push you toward that uh, uh, place outside of your comfort zone. Um, so try to think of devices, strategies, things you can do to push yourself outside of that comfort zone because like I said, that's where all the amazing things happen. Uh, so Jennifer, thank you so much for uh, calling in. Let's move on to the next one. Hey, Pat, this is Seth Williams from the RE Tipster blog. And I just wanted to let you know about a project that I was working on a few years ago that at the time it felt like a total failure but it actually turned out to be a great success. Uh, it was a few years ago, I was putting together this really detailed, in-depth blog post about how to create a compelling real estate listing to sell properties that you own. And I had just poured my heart and soul into this. I just had, had a great uh, level of instruction and just direction on how to do this and do it well. And I even put together a $29 product that I was gonna try to sell with it showing people how to do this on a much deeper level. And, you know, when, when I first published it and put it out there, it was just crickets and nobody cared about it. Nobody commented on it. Nobody bought it. It just felt like I had totally wasted my time. But the funny thing was about six to nine months later, people started buying it. Just transactions started happening again and again. And even to this day, I sell one of these things just about every day. Um, and it, it just kind of goes to show that you can't necessarily judge the success of a product based on the following day or even, or even the launch week that you do it. Sometimes it just takes time for you know, Google and all the search engines to pick up on it and start sending traffic your way. So just want to let you know that was one example that I thought was worth sharing. And I hope it's uh, helpful to your audience. Seth, very helpful indeed. Thank you so much. You can find Seth at retipster.com. I think that's for realestatetipster.com. So a uh, very cool story. I'm glad you shared that because I think a lot of us go through the process of spending a lot of time on things and putting it out there and then hearing crickets. You know, we're shouting from the rooftops, like buy my thing and then nobody buys it. And then we're kind of, left wondering why. And you're right, a lot of times these things need a little bit uh, of time to sort of marinate out there to get in the world, to uh, have Google find it and whatnot, to be able to sort of finally get to that tipping point where people are gonna start to enjoy it and buy it and get value from it. Um, I wish I could continue to ask questions about that. And I think that's the one thing I'm I'm learning about putting together this episode. You know, it was kind of cool that I could automate the process of collecting these answers from you. However, I. Uh, with, with each of them so far, uh, and I think for those of you listening, maybe you would agree with this, um, you, you wanna know more, right? You wanna know the backstory and how these things happen. So maybe this is a good intro to some of these people and we can follow up with them later. Um, but the one thing I learned is that perhaps instead of automating the process, which yes, does save time, I'm allowed, uh, I'm able to collect these uh, questions or, or excuse me, answers uh, and then compile them on my own time. Um, but I think 
short five minute conversations would be really useful to, to dig deeper where I could follow up uh, and ask why or how. So um, that's the one thing I want to do. So Seth or anybody else who gets featured on this particular show and, and has an answer to share, um, please come in the comment section and talk about t- talk more about it. And if you are listening to this and you head on over to smartpassiveincome.com slash session 250 and you have questions you want uh, to potentially have answered by these people or myself, uh, please leave a comment and ask your question. Uh, and also, do you agree with me? Do you think uh, that, it, I mean, I think this is useful, uh, but I think I could go one level deeper in the future, but this is all experimental. So I wanna thank you for uh, listening in. I think this is really cool that we can hear uh, all these different stories from people in all different kinds of niches. I mean, we, we had a coffee truck, uh, we've had uh, people doing business consulting and and now somebody in real estate. And so uh, let's keep going. There's, there's a lot more of these and I'm going to get to as many as I can and try to hit the, you know, uh, 35 to 45 minute mark because I think we all kind of understand what's going on here. Failures happen. Uh, I don't know why I said it like that. Happen. Um, We make mistakes. Things take time. Um, But you got to give yourself that chance and keep going, right? Okay, let's go to the next one. Hey, Pat, Brad Hussey here from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. We met at Social Media Marketing World 2016. And this is my story about how I took a huge challenge and turned it into a wild success. And it involves you and karaoke. One of my number one goals at the convention was to not only meet Pat, but to have a normal conversation as an equal. I attended the convention alone and was essentially competing with 3,000 others for the attention of the people I wanted to meet. Now, how am I supposed to stand out when so many others are doing the same things I am, and in many cases, better? After a full day of learning, meeting people, we all jumped aboard a boat to network. I never really realized how much a ce- how much celebrity an internet entrepreneur could possess. And amidst the crowds of people, you'd hear whispers of fanboys and fangirls fawning over so-and-so asking for selfies. I realized that if I wanted to say hi to somebody important who's helped me in my journey, I'd have to wait in line, follow them around, and hope I get a moment of their attention. On this boat, there was live karaoke. Now we're talking. If there's one thing I'm absolutely sure I can do, it's perform on stage for a crowd. And guess who was in this crowd? Pat. This was my chance to stand out. I chose my song, gave it to the DJ, and confidently asked the band to bump me to the top and that they would not regret it. Bold, yes. The intro to Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars started, and it was my turn. By the end of the song, half the boat was on the dance floor, including Pat. I was also able to get a selfie with Pat as an equal on the dance floor, although Pat's moves are pretty solid. That's my story of taking a challenge that could have been a wild failure and turning it into success. It was really fulfilling. Great meeting you, Pat. I hope that we do karaoke and dance at some point in the future. Got cut off there a little bit, but uh, Brad, dude, awesome. I absolutely remember that evening. You killed it on Uptown Funk. That was great. And I remember we uh, chatted, we high-fived, we, we hugged each other that, that evening. I remember taking the picture with you. I, I remember you. You know, you, you definitely stand out, and I look forward to seeing you again. And hopefully, what I think you were saying at the end there uh, was that we could uh, dance and do karaoke again at some point, which would be a lot of fun. That's one of my favorite things to do. Um, but Brad over at brightsidestudios.ca, he's over in Canada. Um, th- I don't know if this is necessarily a, a failure, but it's it's something that you, I mean, it, it, there there is a potential failure involved. I think you, you, you took a big risk by going to a conference by yourself, which I think is always a risk, you know, and you can always just sit in the corner and do nothing, right? And just kind of hope people will come by. And, you know, that there are a lot of times at conferences like this where people will see somebody by themselves and somebody will come up to them and start a conversation, which is really sweet. And I think that's the cool thing about these kind of events. Most people are very genuine and very nice and authentic and, and want to meet new people. But uh, Brad, I love that you put yourself out there and that was sort of your 
way of sort of making an impression and uh, playing along with your strengths. I think that's another important aspect of the story is you, you knew what you could do and how you could stand out and you even took initiative and said, hey, DJ, like, let me go up and you won't be disappointed. I should have done that because I was actually on the waiting list and I had a song ready and I was like, I remember going to the bathroom to practice and stuff like, yeah, I was getting serious, right? Um, but then I came back and I was, I was getting all nervous and then um, by the time that I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't get to go up because the boat had uh, docked and, and we all got off after that. But um, I remember your gig and it was awesome. I also remember Michael O'Neill actually taking over and doing drums. Uh, Michael O'Neill from Solopreneur Hour, um, another great podcast. But anyway, Brad, thank you for sharing that story. I think it's really cool. And uh, for the upcoming conference season that we're all going to be a part of, or most of us maybe, um, you can also go to Pat or excuse me, smartpassiveincome.com slash speaking to see where I'll be at next and hopefully be doing karaoke and dancing again too. Um, I will be attending Social Media Marketing World uh, 2017. And if you all wanna check that out, it's one of my favorite events, uh, a rather large event, but uh, really cool, a lot of great people, amazing information. It's definitely a, a great experience. Plus it's in my hometown of San Diego. You can all check that out at smartpassiveincome.com slash SMMW. Uh, so smartpassiveincome.com slash SMMW. That is an affiliate link. I get like a $50, a $50 commission, but it's at no extra cost to you. And the earlier you get in, the better because they, they raise the price, uh, I think weekly or monthly or whatever leading up to the conference. So smartpassiveincome.com slash SMMW. I will be there uh, and hopefully you'll be there too, Brad. So thank you for that. All right, let's move on to uh, one or two more and here we go. Hi, Pat. This is Jacques Hopkins from pianoin21days.com. And one thing that I struggled with for a very long time was trying to crack the code on having a uh, positive ROI on, on uh, advertisements, online advertisements. I've tried Facebook ads. I've tried uh, Google AdWords. And it's always been a failure. I always ended up spending more uh, on the ads than what I generated in, uh, in profit. But it wasn't until I, uh, I sat down and really analyzed things and actually took um, like an eight or 10 hour course, online course on Google AdWords. It may have even been longer than that and really got into it and took notes and um, made sure I understood what was going on and applied that information and tweaked it over time. And now I've got an incredible, uh, incredible ROI on my Google AdWords. Uh, it accounts for just a ton of my business. It's, uh, it's spreading the word, word about my course and what I have to offer to just so many more people that it wouldn't have been able to reach before. So, uh, like I said, I was, I was pulling my hair out for a while with, with why I couldn't get ads to work. Hey, Jacques, thank you so much for that story. Pianoin21days.com is where you can find him. And what's really cool about this is uh, I think we all go through the process of pulling our hair out, uh, except maybe Chris Ducker, who doesn't have any hair, but oh, maybe he'll hear this or not. Um, but I got I got a jab at him every once in a while because we're good buddies. But anyway, um, one of the easiest ways to get yourself out of that funk when you're trying to figure stuff out and it's just not working for you is to get help and that's done in a couple of ways. One, simply by asking people, which is uh, a skill that I picked up uh, quite early in my online business days, asking for help. I uh, soon was able to get over the fear of doing that and I just found out how helpful people were and how amazingly nice everybody was uh, and so that that's the first thing. But the second thing, and this is something I did as well, was I took a course 
The first course I took was Internet Business Mastery from Jason Van Orden and Jeremy Franson, which is still there and still available. You can check them out at internetbusinessmastery.com. I've taken several courses to help me with things that I want to learn and master. And I think it's very smart that you finally ended up doing that. And you can just, I mean, when you think about it, it's like, it's sort of like a book, right? Because people put their experience into one place that you can then sort of almost like download into your own brain, but uh, a course more so than a book has typically more actionable items, has examples, has uh, worksheets and uh, other resources available to you. And I've taken many courses since my online business journey has started. Uh, One of the most recent ones that I took was Michael Hyatt's course, Five Days to Your Best Year Ever, which is a goal setting course. Uh, I plan on taking a Facebook ads course uh, in the upcoming months because with the new courses that I have coming up myself, I'll be uh, promoting them using advertisements. So uh, I might have to hit you up, Jacques, for some Google AdWords information or at least uh, uh, where you got that course information from because uh, definitely want to get this course that I'm working on and other courses into the hands of as many people as I can so I can help as many people as I can. So uh, anyway, great story. Thank you so much. And yeah, if you want to learn how to do something, um, instead of trying to figure it out yourself, why don't you go get some help? It's definitely worth the investment to do that. Uh, and obviously, you the, the, the biggest mistake people make is getting too many courses, right? I think there's a percentage of you out there who listen to the Smart Passive Income podcast who download and buy every single course that comes out. And that's that's sort of the other end of the spectrum, right? Where you're not taking any action, but you're downloading all this information and trying and potentially hoping for that easy push button solution. And that, that, that never happens either. So you wanna be very selective with the courses that you take. And what I would do is take courses that are relevant to the next thing that you're working on. And that's it, you know, don't take a Facebook ads course if you aren't yet ready for that. Um, but Jacques, it seems like you were ready for something uh, that was very helpful. You implemented it and now you got an incredible ROI. So congratulations. All right, let's finish off with uh, one more. And if I didn't get to you, for those of you who submitted your answers, I apologize, but um, perhaps we will follow up with a second episode like this or uh, do it in the way that I mentioned earlier where uh, it'll be a shorter conversation between you and I, sort of more live or, or recorded in that way. Um, but anyway, let's go to one more and then we'll uh, finish up. Hey, what's up, Pat? And what's happening, SPI audience? My name is Mark Stillwell, and I'm calling from Redding, California. A failure turned great in my life was that of a marriage that ended in a divorce after 10 years. And the end was a big blow to me because not only did I lose my wife at the time, but I lost a lot of things. I lost a rather large friend network of mine at the time. Uh, Worst of all, I lost half of my time with my kids because we share them 50-50. In that transition, though, I stumbled across a powerful tool that really turned my life around. I learned to forgive. I heard it said that forgiveness is giving up the future that you thought you wanted and that those hurt feelings are really nothing more than our ego's response to a situation or a person. I felt the weight dissipate when I let go of the resentment and moved on with my own life. I moved out, started making new friends, and I met and fell in love with literally the girl next door. The experience has also given me the courage to share my message. And now I have a podcast called Let Go Hello, where I support the journey of others toward a more meaningful life. The message is essentially to let go of what's been holding you back, because this is your journey. Thanks for the chance to share, Pat. Cheers. 
Hey, Mark, thank you so much for the uh, quick story there and congratulations on the turnaround. Um, what's really cool about this and, and the reason why I wanted to end with this one is because a lot of times the thing that's holding us back from moving forward is uh, something in our head that we thought was supposed to go one way, um, but it ended up going a another way. And we always have a choice, right? And I think um, once you let go of those things that you said you were supposed to do, this, this very much goes along with uh, many moments in our lives. Uh, for me, it was when I got let go um, from my architecture position. Um, I actually wrote a book called Let Go, which is available on Amazon. And that is about not only how I was let go and became an entrepreneur, but how, like Mark was talking about, I let go of what I thought was the path that I was supposed to be on. And once I did that, like you, Mark, it opened up so many new doors and opportunities. And um, it's just amazing that you, you were able to share that. And I think the tool that you mentioned, and, and I love that you share that as a tool, um, forgiveness is very, very powerful. I think a lot of us can relate to that or perhaps need to hear that. Um, so how can you forgive um, perhaps even yourself sometimes for things or events or outcomes that were kind of unplanned, things you didn't expect? Um, I, I really feel like you have to uh, definitely let go of some of those feelings and li limiting beliefs and uh, what you feel was supposed to be the way so that you can find your way. So Mark, thank you so much for that. I appreciate you that podcast that he talked about was called Let Go Hello, uh, which are perspectives on fulfillment uh, is the tagline of that show. So we'll, we'll have a link to that in the show notes as well. I want to thank everybody who left an answer here. Uh, there's definitely an, a number of other ones that came in that we just didn't have time to include here on this show. Uh, but I, I, I hope this was a great episode to listen to. Uh, like I said, it was good actually to edit this and hear it so that I can turn around and do it again in a better way. And so I'd love to hear all of your feedback on it. If you wanted to go and leave feedback or leave comments and or questions for myself or the people who have been featured on this show, just head on over to smartpassiveincome.com slash session 250. Uh, that'll take you to the show notes and all the links mentioned. I also wanted to take a moment to thank all of you. We are now done with 250 episodes of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. And you know, when I started this journey of podcasting, it actually started in December of 2008. And I had published a blog post where I had shared a brand new uh, path that I was gonna be taking with the Smart Passive Income blog, and that was I was gonna be starting a podcast. This was in December of 2008. I bought equipment, I did a test recording, I shared with everybody that a new podcast was coming soon, and although that was published in December of 2008, uh, my first episode came out in July of 2010, so a year and a half later. And the reason why it took so long was just because I was so fearful and I was making so many mistakes in the beginning and it was totally outside of my comfort zone. So I kept going back to blogging, which is what I was comfortable doing. I figured, you know, I can always edit and I can always make things great before I hit publish before, uh, you, you know, and with podcasting, yes, you can still edit, but it's my own voice and I'm scared of what people are gonna uh, say and, and I don't know what I'm gonna be talking about. How do, how do I know how to, if this is gonna work or not? And the only way that it, it ended up working was I just finally said, you know what, I'm just gonna do it and see what happens. And that was in July of 2010 when episode one came out and we are now into 2017, episode 250 and many of you have been following since the beginning. Some of you, maybe this is the first episode you've ever listened to and I hope you can join me in the next 250 episodes that come out. 
Uh, I also have a show at askpat.com where you can listen to uh, many other people's questions and my answers related to those questions. Uh, these are voicemail questions from you, the audience, and you can actually ask your own question there as well over at askpat.com. And uh, if it's been a while since you've been on the blog, I would recommend you check it out. Um, there's some new stuff going on, a really cool navigation menu that was added, search options and, and things. We're trying to improve the SPI experience there for you. So head on over to smartpassiveincome.com and check that out. Um, really quick before I let you go, I want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks. Now, I use FreshBooks for managing my books and keeping track of income and expenses. I also use them for invoicing and stuff. But we wanted to do something kind of different here for the sponsorship for FreshBooks. They, they sponsor Ask Pat, uh, and they've been doing that for quite a while now. Um, but they wanted to sponsor this episode, not for the program or for the software FreshBooks, but actually for their affiliate program. So they have an affiliate program uh, that uh, is amazing. Um, they, they If you go to freshbooks.com slash affiliates, you can sign up. They know that a lot of you actually promote uh, awesome tools out there, and FreshBooks is an awesome tool, especially for those of you who are also helping other small businesses in the personal finance space. Well, just for you guys, FreshBooks will be offering double commission. So typically they offer $55 per signup. Uh, but right now, until April 30th, they're gonna offer $110 per sale. So you can join today, freshbooks.com slash affiliates. Make sure you enter SPI in the description box. Uh, they have a dedicated in-house affiliate team. No special skills are required. You can just use the basic affiliate marketing tools and tactics and strategies that I share. If you wanted to check out a book about all those things, you can go to affiliatemarketingthesmartway.com. It's 100% free. Uh, there's optimized landing pages, award-winning customer support, monthly affiliate promotions and offers. So again, check them out. Uh, double commissions until April 30 for those of you who are gonna be promoting it. And if you want to sign up and join the program to promote FreshBooks and earn a commission, go to freshbooks.com slash affiliates and enter SPI in the description box. Really cool. We haven't really uh, done many of these kinds of sponsorship spots about how you can earn money by promoting these companies too. So uh, check them out. And especially if you're a user and you know how great it is, it's going to be easy for you to kind of promote it for sure. All right. I want to uh, give thanks again to GoDaddy for sponsoring this episode too. Uh, they have the largest domain registrar, as you probably can guess, with over 62 million domain names under management. A lot of them are mine because I use them to not only get domain names at a cheaper price so that I can host them on my website, uh, or, or excuse me, on my server, but I also get a lot of domain names to use as a utility, a, a utility to help myself uh, share with you certain parts of my website that are important. For example, podcastingtutorial.com. That was a domain that I bought through GoDaddy for just a few bucks. And I use that to help people remember that link and to help me remember that link. Uh, and it's easier to type in to get to a certain part of my website that gives you my top tutorial, which is podcastingtutorial.com. And I, and I use this strategy all over the place. ebooksthesmartway.com, willitflybook.com, affiliatemarketingthesmartway.com, all just domain names that I use to forward. And I make it really easy to manage that and, and do all those things. Uh, I've also registered my kids uh, do, uh, names as uh, domains through GoDaddy.com as well. And right now you can get a special discount on a GoDaddy domain. Just use the code SMART30 at checkout to get 30% off new purchases with some exceptions. So once again, that's GoDaddy.com code SMART30 for 30% off.
All right, and hey, you might remember last week I talked about John Lee Dumas's The Mastery Journal. I wanted to mention it one more time because the Kickstarter campaign is up and running. There's different pledge levels where you can get involved. And seriously, it's such a cool, awesomely laid out book. One of my favorite parts of it is the uh, 10-day productivity charts and the discipline charts that you get to fill out for yourself. You actually get to grade yourself. And that's one thing that motivates me more than anything is being able to track using numbers. And this is an amazing technique. He also shares the Pomodoro technique and Parkinson's law and other things that can help you along the way as you begin to, within 100 days, master productivity and focus and discipline, which is exactly what's needed, right? It's important to have these goals, but unless you can master this stuff, uh, you're never gonna reach your goals or you're gonna reach them a lot later than you would like to. So please head on over to themasteryjournal.com slash pat to get involved with the campaign, help support not only John, who's a great friend of the show, but also Pencils of Promise. He's putting some of his own money into play, depending on which uh, level uh, he reaches for some of his pledge goals, and he's donating to build schools uh, in different parts of the world. And Pencils of Promise is a company that I'm an advisor for, and I just love that he's doing work for this uh, organization too. So one more time, themasteryjournal.com slash pat. Go ahead and check it out. Uh, so again, thank you so much for listening in. I appreciate you. Uh, that's episode 250. So I look forward to serving you in the next episode, episode 251. But until then, keep getting outside of your comfort zone. Keep working on that next thing. And I look forward to serving you next week. Cheers, guys. Take care. All the best. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com. So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI. And today, I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast. Yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point. So I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray. And in it, they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, setbacks, and flat-out failures. These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure and it always finds a bright side. I really love it, and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it.